Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Your Tall Friend. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm, uh, this is how I'm going to start it off. I need a little caffeine boost. And what I got here, I'll show the camera, is a little a little cream soda Dr. Pepper. Here you go for the mic. Ooh, that was really loud. Hey. Mm. Down it goes. Down it goes. Mm. So yeah, this is the new cream soda Dr. Pepper. Honestly... It sucks. <laughs> it's not that good. But my dad my dad bought a whole twelve pack and um this is like that that was like the last one, so I'm I'm just like trying to get rid of it. I don't really like it and it's caffeine. It's gonna get me through this podcast. Take another sip. Bam. Let's go. Um so the other day I'm in my car and I realized you know how you guys ever heard of that trope of like uh, the Russian spies where like they they like someone says some code words and it like turns a spy into like a ballistic killing maniac. You know, they just like it's like it's like a like a trigger phrase. Right. And then the the person just like starts going berserk, freaking out. I realize that there's certain songs that have. I mean, not the exact, they don't turn me into a mindless murderer, but they, they like take over my, my consciousness as soon as they come on. Like I'm, I'm in the Dutch bros line the other day. Right. And, uh, headlines by Drake comes on. And I honestly couldn't tell you the last time I listened to that song before that day, it, it, it's in my Spotify, but it just hadn't come up in shuffles in forever it it had been years since i ever listened to that song right so it comes on right and and i guess the trigger the trigger phrase or whatever is like the intro you know it goes i i all of a sudden i just hear and all of a sudden dude i just freaking lock in lock i'm sitting in my car and all of a sudden i just i might be too strong out on compliments overdose no confidence starting not to give up and stop fearing the consequence drinking every night because we drink too much accomplishments faded way too long i'm flowing in and out of consciousness and like like the whole song i didn't even move any other muscle in my body besides my lips and my tongue that's that was the only thing i was just freaking Lock the the Dutch Bros worker comes up to my window, right? He's like, "Hey, hug, hey, what? You know, how you doing? Can I take your order?" And it's they saying I'm back. I agree with that. I just take my time without this shit. I still believe in that. I had someone tell me I fell off. Who I needed that, and they want to see me pick back up or where I leave it at. I know I exaggerated things, and it, <laughs> it freaked the guy out. Um. Yeah, and then and then I ordered a freaking Rebel because obviously I needed 
needed that. Obviously, I wasn't energized enough. Obviously, obviously, I needed a boost because I wasn't crazy yet. I, I needed to get to a new level. But uh, and I, I promise you, I didn't just tell you that story just to show off that I know the the verse. I promise I, that wasn't that wasn't me showing off. All right, that was. I mean, I do I do know, you know, I do know the song. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, come on. Who doesn't know that song, right? Who doesn't? Um, so I, I know last week I already did like a, a Halloween, like a spooky conspiracy theory episode. So I'm not going to redo that again. Uh, or, or like try to attempt another spooky deal. Um, but I am excited for Halloween, even this year, even this year, I'm still excited for Halloween. It's just one of those, it's, I think it's, it's the most unique holiday celebrated in this country. It's, it's not tied. I mean, I think technically it's a pagan holiday, so it has some, I guess the further back you go to the origins, I don't know the whole story of Halloween, but it probably came from some religious tradition or something had something to do with religion i don't care but it's not like a like a super you know wholesome kind of thing you know it's not rooted in like family and stuff even though like you do stuff as families it's not like thanksgiving or christmas where it's like this formal thing you know y'all you get dressed up and you have a fancy dinner it's not it's none of that it's just it's just fun. That's the whole point. It's just having fun, goofing off, dressing like freaks and scaring your friends. And even though this year, you know, it's kind of modified and it's not going to be exactly the same. It's just such a, it's, it's the best vibe of the year. That's what it is. It's the best vibe of the year. It's just a cool ass holiday. And Every year, I mean, like as as the years go on, I miss the one thing I miss the most about my childhood is Halloween. Absolutely. If I could go back in time to relive any moment of my childhood, I would relive every Halloween of my childhood because I dropped my phone. Because uh, it's just fun. That's the most fun you have. You go to school. Your teacher's rooms are decked out. You don't even do school that day. You're just throwing candy all over the place. That's got to be the worst day to be an elementary school teacher. It's just jacked up kids wearing face paint. Just running around your room screaming. And then and then they have the those plastic vampire teeth. And they keep taking them in and out of their mouth. And putting it on their desk. And so every other desk has a slobbery pair of teeth on it. Ugh. That's one of those things that, like, now that COVID has happened, when you think about how gross... Kids kids are gross. Kids are so gross. <laughs> Can you imagine if you, if you watched a kid do that in public today? You'd freak out. You'd freak out. If they take take a big plastic thing out of your and then put it on the on like a desk next to you, even if it's like six feet away from you, 
Even if it's like across the room, you're like, ew, that's, that's not very sanitary. That would, that would piss you off today. But you wouldn't have cared last year. Oh, man. Um, but everything about Halloween from from school, school is like, that's like the only tolerable day of school in the whole year. And then, and then you go home and it's, the party goes on, dude. It's the best party of the year as a kid. Cause you go home and you're still just running around, you know, eating candy. You never stop eating candy from the moment you wake up until the moment you pass out. Cause, cause you don't intentionally fall asleep. You just pass out on Halloween as a kid. Oh man. Thinking back, dude, how many memories I have of Halloweens, good Halloweens. There was one year in my neighborhood where it was, me and my buddies, there were, um, I guess five of us, me, yeah, there's five of us trying not to name drop. It started as four of us and then uh, the the fifth one caught up later, right? So we, we did our, uh, we were trick-or-treating for like an hour, right? And until the fifth person caught up with us. And when the first, fifth person caught up with us, he brought one of those plastic pumpkins, you know, just the classic. How many times am I going to drop my phone? How many, how many times... back here sorry for that um you know those classic jar of pumpkins i'm gonna stop just okay the classic jar of pumpkins uh the plastic jars that you'd you know use for trick-or-treating or various candy holding purposes during the halloween time so he brought one of those with him to trick-or-treat which i mean every kid like like once you get over like six or seven years years old like those pl- those those plastic pumpkins are bush league, dude. Those are rookie numbers. Okay, you gotta to do it right. You gotta move up to the pillowcase, because the the pillowcase is where, I mean, that's that's just a bigger bank. It's a bigger bank. You're making more. You're getting more. By the end of the night, you're gonna have way more. Every kid has, figures this out. This is a very transcendent moment in childhood when you start strategically use strategizing for more advantageous Halloween. That's a very transcendent moment that a key moment in, in critical thinking for every human being. So, but I mean, he, he showed up, uh, I think he came from some other thing. So he just had to make do with the bucket. Right. And, um, so he tags along with us for another, like, 20 minutes right and uh him and another one of my buddies were you know going at each other a little bit you know roasting each other getting under each other's skin right and so um the one kid that had been with us right grab he takes the new kid's bucket from him as we're walking away from a house and because he had just showed up, it only had like I don't know, 10 or 15 pieces of candy in it. And he takes the bucket and he drop kicks it like straight up into the air. 
and you know, we're a bunch of like 12, 13 year old kids. We're freaking dying. Cause and anytime, anytime a projectile is launched more than 10 feet, no matter what it is to a 13 year old kid, it's freaking hilarious. That's the funniest thing you could, you could see in a day is just something flying up in the air. So we're dying laughing. Right. And then, so the kid whose candy just got kicked seeking revenge, right? Grabs the kid, the other kid's pillowcase when he was least expecting it. And this pillowcase was like, like three quarters of the way full. Like, you know, that part of the night where it's getting harder to hold your pillowcase, not because it's heavy, but because there's less pillowcase at the top to hold. That's, that's where he was at. That's where he, he was, he, he was nearing the, the max candy possible. I mean, he, he, two more houses, he would have had to have been holding it by the bottom instead of the top. It was loaded. So he grabs the bag when the other kid is least expecting it, sprints to the nearest garbage can, opens it up and pours the whole pillowcase of candy into some person's trash can to get back at him. And the other three of us were, I mean, that, that said, Oh shit. Oh, oh, we were losing it. Dying laughing. Oh, I can't believe he just did that. Oh, and and the the kid who he did it to had a reputation for just um not being able to uh receive after dishing out you know what i mean and um he he didn't even say a word he didn't say a single word he watched he watched another man pour his halloween candy down the garbage which it was it might, that might as well have been a black hole just watching his hard-earned candy deplete into the abyss and it, it just it, it rendered him speechless and he just walked straight home without saying a word he's like nope done i give up and just walked home and <laughs> we we did not the other three of us and and the kid who did it ended up feeling really bad but to the other three of us that watched it happen, we we still talk about it every year. Like like we'll be playing video games together, and it'll just be one of those nights where, I mean, we're we're reminiscing, you know. Hey hey, remember when he poured out his Halloween candy? <laughs> yeah, this is one of those stories. So I hope everyone has a happy Halloween this year. Whatever you can make, however you can make it happen, you know, because it's different this year. I get it. We're, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to make the most of it. But I hope whatever you do, you make the most of it. So, happy Halloween. You know what I saw today? I saw something crazy today that made me... This is one of those things that you read and makes you go, whoa. You know? The PlayStation 2 is now 20 years old 20 years old 
Oh my gosh, 20 years. PlayStation 2. That was the first uh, game console that I ever owned. And my my very early earliest memory of playing it was um, playing Lego Star Wars. The OG OG Lego Star Wars. The first game they made, which was um, the prequel movies. And uh, that was probably five or six. And to hear that reaching its 20 year birthday it makes me feel so old dude time is flying and I know everyone that's listening right now might not be super into video games but it's just one of those things that is so big in my childhood and I think a lot of kids in my generation see that console I, I, I mean I'm not going to get too deep into it but in my opinion it's the best gaming console ever made I got one sitting right here my my baby is just sitting right here on display and I got a new mug I'll show you guys my mug look at this look at that it's got a little little controller handle PlayStation logo with the buttons on the back I got a little display here and I got neon lights right there, but I'm not going to turn the camera to show that. But it's just, man, 20, 20 years old. And I dropped my phone again, dude. Wow. I'm just going to keep it on the desk. Wow. I'm just like a wrecking ball on my setup here. <sighs> 20 years old. And it's just crazy. Then like I think about my earliest as far back as I can remember playing on PlayStation and then think about now I'm like 10 or 11 days away from picking up the PlayStation 5 from I, I got to go pick mine up at, in San, San I got to drive all the way out to Santa Rosa because that was the only place I could get one for pre-orders but I'm going to go drive and pick it up on launch day and um, it's just all the memories in between is staggering staggering and every you know all the older people you know they tell you that the video games are just such a waste of time you know so not productive all that all that shit man I wouldn't give up any of the memories that I have of playing video games throughout my childhood it's I don't know I mean I guess I guess some kids spent all their time out on the sand lot or whatever back in the day but for me and my friends dude there that's that's just what we did and that's just how we were kids and I think for the most part it's not any different than how any other generation were kids you know just the only difference is that ours was just a little bit lazier we just sat on a chair and did it instead of hiking or i don't know how old people or or you know going to the going to the the, the diners 
I don't know. I'm I'm trying to be really generic. But man, 20 years, everything in between. PlayStation and Xbox, all that stuff, dude. I don't know. It's just one of those things you don't get unless you're someone who grew up on it. Because, I don't know. It's just, it's just different. It's just a whole different experience. And I'm interested 20 years from today, if I have my own kids to watch how how they are kids you know what's what's their thing gonna be and um if it's video games dude i'm gonna i'm gonna sit right next to them and pick up a controller it's crazy 20 years anyways um let's go back to doing some good old-fashioned articles because I found a couple of funny ones um man I'm so, I'm so bad at remembering my buttons is this the right button that is the right button okay let's go um uh Kazakhstan which banned the first Borat movie has turned the film's famous catchphrase very nice into its new tourism slogan I had to do a voice you can't say that you can't say that in context without saying the voice. You know what I mean? You can't you can't just talk about the movie and then say very nice normally. No. That's just, that's just the least fun way to do to go about doing things. Very nice. Uh, that's hilarious. But yeah, the first of all, I didn't even know Kazakhstan was like a real country. I thought he made that up for the movie. Um but that's actually a real country. That's crazy. And and don't don't be messaging me if you're still listening. Don't be messaging me say, "Oh, what a dumbass. Can't believe you didn't know Kazakhstan was a real country." You didn't know either, all right? Jackass. Uh, I'm talking to you, Matt. Matt's going to do it. It's it's either going to be Matt or Dallin that does it cuz they're going to be the only ones who actually made it this far. Uh, don't even do it. You've been warned. Don't do it. Let's see. So they they banned the movie, the first movie, the first Borat movie, Kazakhstan. They banned it. Um, which I mean, if you've seen the movie, you'd understand why. You don't even have to see the movie. It's it's an offensive comedy. They didn't like it, so they banned it. And it says here that they took four page ads out in various newspapers to refute many of the facts about Kazakhstan in the film. I don't think anyone Ugh, that's the Dr. Pepper. I don't think anyone was <laughs> I don't know if anyone watched that movie, even if they knew it was a real country, and was like, oh, I guess that's how they do things in Kazakhstan. <laughs> that's that's not the vibe that anybody got from the movie. Um but now they're like uh they're using the catchphrase to increase tourism, I guess. That's not, you know what? I, I give you a thumbs up Kazakhstan for embracing the one thing that's putting your country out there. I guess. I don't know. What else is Kazakhstan famous for? I don't know. Maybe I'll Google it after the, the episode, but I probably won't. So good for them. 
very nice. Also, that's a genius. It, if you haven't seen it or if you have seen it and turned it off halfway through, it's it oh, how do I put it's it's genius in its own way. It's hilarious. And I am totally on board. I still haven't watched the second movie. I'm really excited to though. I want got to watch it. Um <laughs> Oh gosh. Okay, here we go. Naked teen covered in ranch dressing crashes at Kansas gas station. Yeah, that's exactly how it sounds. That's a, that, that pretty much sums it up. A 17-year-old male was naked and under the influence of a substance, the sheriff's office said. He covered himself in ranch dressing, damaged property inside a business, ran outside and jumped into a running vehicle, and then crashed into a nearby pillar. What a trip. I wish they would tell me the substance. I think they should. that should be a, a state law. I would I would move to the state that that implemented a law that said whatever um whatever crimes are committed under the influence of a substance then you have to release you have to tell the people what the substance was that would be so and then we could turn it into a game where like we tell you like for example I'll, I I would host right I'd host the game show uh, welcome back to guess what substance they were on. And then, and then the kid, I read this off to the contentious. I said, okay, guess the substance. A 17 year old male was naked and under the influence of a substance. He covered himself in ranch dressing, damaged property inside a business, ran outside and jumped into a running vehicle and then crashed into a nearby pillar. What substance was he on? And then there's like this really dramatic timer music. Do, 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 do. And the contestant's like, oh man, I don't know. That kind of sounds like uh, speed and speed. I don't know. Whippets? No, you can't do that on whippets. Uh, uh, time is running out. Uh, okay, okay. I'm going to go with crystal meth. The answer was Fort Locos. <laughs> oh man. Ranch dressing, though, out of all sauces to rub yourself in, I mean, that's just the grossest one. Because you would smell the worst. If I was to rub myself naked in a substance and be out in public, or in a in a sauce, um, I'd probably go with either barbecue sauce, um or maybe like buffalo sauce? No, not that would be gross. Cholula hot sauce? Oh, I love Cholula. That would actually no, never mind. I'm not putting Cholula anywhere near my uh testes. Okay, moving on. Man creates website to track which McDonald McDonald's <laughs> to track which McDonald's ice cream machines are broken. That's a fun little pet project. Um, actually, this is genius. It, it tells you how he does it. And basically what he does is he uses like bots that, 
um, that order ice cream on the McDonald's app. So he's got thousands of bots or hundreds, I don't know. And they try to order ice cream on the app like every 20 or 30 minutes or something. And then if for each McDonald's, if they cancel the ice cream order, that means that, or if they remove it, because if you like go to the checkout process and the ice cream machine isn't working at that location, they'll remove it from the cart automatically. And so he has this whole thing programmed to where if it does that, if it, if it boots it out of the cart, then it notifies and updates the website and puts like a red circle on that location. So that way, when you go, you can use the website and you can go through the drive-thru and order a McFlurry. And if they say, uh, ice cream machine broke, you, uh, the guy with the app. Oh, by the way, the website's called mcbroken.com, which is nice. That's funny. Good job. And McBroken told me that your ice cream machine is working. I said it like the guy's from Berlin. So uh, the ice cream is available. Okay. Here we go. Demi Lovato shares UFO sightings and says she contacted aliens. Now, you know me. We're 10 episodes in. Oh, yeah, we're 10. By the way, yeah, this is episode 10. Um, you, you were 10 episodes in. You know I love a good alien story. But this one... I don't know. Let's see. It says she posted a series of photos on Instagram and captioned them. The past few days, I've spent time in Joshua Tree with a small group of loved ones. Blah, 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 blah. She goes on to say, if we were to get 1% of the population to meditate and make contact, we would force our government to acknowledge the truth about extraterrestrial... Wait, what? If we get... Oh, if we were to get 1% of the population to meditate? So she's saying that you can make contact with the aliens by meditating? She must still be doing crack. Was that insensitive? Was that insensitive to make a, a crack joke about Demi Lovato? Um, what's crazy is when I googled Demi Lovato aliens, it also came up that Miley Cyrus has UFO, claims that she has seen UFOs. Um, and both of those people have known to use various substances. Um... I'm not saying that invalidates that, but uh, one she she says we can make contact by meditating, which just sounds um, like something that someone would say if they uh, were doing crack or something. I don't know. Illinois boy competes for top mullet in a national competition. Um, of course this would happen in Illinois. I can't think of a better place 
for a mullet competition to happen. This kid's got a solid solid mullet. I'm gonna I'll show the video. I'll show you the pictures because it also shows a couple of uh, other contestants that just look amazing. Honestly, I, I I was thinking about it. I could probably I could probably pull off a competitive mullet right now if I just I'm gonna lean to the camera here. If I just like kind of kind of if I just kind of kept this flow, you see this flow back here? You, you can't really see. Maybe you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You see this kind of you see this this flow that I'm working with here? If I just shaved the side, kept a little sum sum up on the top and then kept everything going in the back, Dude, I could I could pull off a nasty mullet. I could mullets were actually like a a big deal. That was like a trend when I was a kid in like my neighborhood. Um like the the high school soccer team when I was growing up, they they all had mullets. And uh my best friend's brother had an insane mullet cuz he had naturally curly hair and it was just freaking it was big and curly and i think he actually kept it in a bag and he still has it somewhere i wonder if he i wonder if he still has it because he had to cut it off like probably four or five years ago maybe even longer than that i don't know all i'm saying is dude i could i could win a mullet competition if i if i made the moves for it right now i could do it i could do it um, that's all the articles I have for today and we got making good time here. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. So have a happy Halloween, um, make the most of it, but still be safe and wear masks if you're going to do shit with people. Uh, all right. Peace.